जय शिवाय भाव समाधि भाव मीन्स फीलिंग और इमोशन ओके और द सेंसेशन दैट इट क्रिएट्स इन योर एग्जिस्टेंस इज वॉट इज कॉल्ड एज भाव ओके एंड नाउ देर आर सो मेनी अदर सो मेनी इमोशंस राइट देर इज एंगर देर इज लव देर इज ग्रैटिट्यूड देर इज यू नो गिल्ट शेम सो सम वेरी नेगेटिव इमोशंस आर देयर एंड देन सम वेरी पॉजिटिव वंस आर देयर हाई फ्रीक्वेंसी हाई वाइब्रेशनल इमोशंस आर देयर राइट बट दिस इज अबाउट भाव समाधि इज अबाउट द इमोशन ऑफ डिवोशन okay devotion means bhakti now devotion one can have for the guru or for some shakti some devi some devata or uh, towards parmatma okay so this is what this particular em- emotion of bhakti or devotion is what this bhav samadhi is all about okay and uh, we call it samadhi but technically it's not the samadhi for, from the evolutionary perspective where a yogi is in the process of serious evolution that's what not the meaning of samadhi the word samadhi is here so in other words we can say that samadhis we know that samadhis are of lower level samadhis are of four types savikalp savichar saanand and sabij and savikalp is also called as sampragya samadhi right and then afterwards there is nirvikalp samadhi the ultimate samadhi so and in that ulti- that ultimate samadhi is also called as nirvikalp samadhi nirbij samadhi or it is called as an uh, <clears throat> asampragyat samadhi okay so that is what we call that samadhi in all those four samadhi states lower level four samadhi states means savichar savikalp or asampragyat or saanand or sabij in these four samadhis what is happening technically so technically a yogi is going through the direct realization of three that are sat or three that are existential in nature one is prakriti prakriti means this entire nature entire sansara entire manifestation you can say which is the equilibrium of sattva rajas and tamas guna okay so a yogi is in direct realization of prakriti or atma or parmatma and in the the nirvikalpa samadhi is only parmatma nothing else so direct realization of parmatma is happening there union or merger with the parmatma is happening there 
okay so these are evolutionary these are considered as progressive states in yogi's spiritual journey but bhav samadhi is not that kind of a samadhi it is called as there here in bhav samadhi we only have to take the partial meaning of the word samadhi here and that partial meaning of samadhi that we have to consider here in case of bhav samadhi is that bhakta or the devotee is one with the feeling or an emotion of devotion and the object of the devotion so suppose the object of devotion is uh, shakti some shakti ma kali goddess kali goddess durga or goddess lakshmi or shiva or uh, some guru okay they may or may not be in their body but the guru so that kind of a that higher power some supernatural or higher power or some supreme being can be the object of bhava samadhi object of devotion and then there is this connection this feeling of or this bhava that we call devotion is there so object of devotion then devotion as a feeling and then the devotee is there right the one who is going through the bhav samadhi so bhav samadhi so in that sense we can take the meaning of the word samadhi here samadhi word is partially used just like this for any other uh, kind of object too a lot of people do samadhi on uh, surya sun some people do samadhi on uh, moon some people do samadhi on lot of celestial uh, things and celestial objects that are there some people do samadhi on taramandal you know the stars in the galaxy some people do samadhi on north star uh, dhruv tara some people do samadhi on uh, you know whichever thing you do samadhi on it's more like you know you put so much intense emotion and such an intense dharna you put there that you become one with the object of your dharna object of your one pointedness object of your one pointed devotion you become one with that and then you have the gyan or the knowledge of that particular object so if you are putting dhyan on the uh, sun dharna on sun and you do a sun samadhi surya samadhi then the gyan of all the everything related to sun and even your own uh life and time and space and so much all those things can happen to you if you put dharna on moon then you know so many other things if you read yoga sutras by maharshi patanjali in the vibhuti pad in the vibhuti pad it's the third or second uh, chapter and it's called as vibhuti pad so vibhuti padas shlokas if you read yoga sutras if you read then you will understand that a yogi can do samyam now the modern translation and i see people talking about samyama samyama okay it's the real word the actual hindi word is samyam so when you do samyam or uh, on the on any particular 
celestial object or things or this or that or even on your own emotions in your own body in your own panchakoshas if you do sayam on that you will get that kind of a siddhi or the supernatural power in other words you will get entire gyan about it people do sayam on panchatattva people do sayam on one particular mahabhutas or panchabhutas so anything can be there and when a particular yogi is doing a that kind of a sayam it is termed as samadhi because in that uh, smaller meaning or in that small uh, from that small point of view from that area's point of view at least the yogi became one with that particular object so just in that term we we call this samadhi these samadhis as samadhis but they are not actually the evolutionary samadhi where a yogi is in evolving actually going beyond what he or she is going beyond chitta so all these technically another way to understand these samadhis is that all these samadhis means you are still in your existence these samadhis are the chitta level these samadhis are at the level of your own chitta chitta means man chitta means Uh, the karmic uh, or you know sanskaras warehouse you can say emotional mental emotional pat, uh, behavioral patterns warehouse or you can say chit is the memory karmic memory the where karmasha is stored so you are still in the level of at the level of chitta a yogi is at the level of chitta while going through bhava samadhi or while going through the all these other small small samadhis that i told you like samadhi on moon or sun or celestial objects or panchatattvas panchabhutas panchmahabhutas tanmatras or on your in your existence panchakoshas or even in your chakras specific chakras so all these are happening transformation is happening and a yogi is at the level of chitta but in those other real classical samadhis that we talk about savichar savikalp sabij and saanand it at that level a yogi is beyond chit that means yogi is not playing within his or her existence yogi has gone beyond the existence that means yogi has also gone beyond the entire cosmic existence that you see and yogi has truly become an atma only an atma can go into something that is beyond our existence right and but till the time you have asmitas alive in you lot of identities of being a bhakta being a father being a mother being a woman being this being that till the time you have asmita alive in you one cannot go into those kind of those classical samadhis those real samadhis which are beyond time and space beyond manifestation beyond your own existence beyond your own panchakoshas chit manas aham buddhi ahankar mahat tattva anything so if you need if you want to understand your own existence you should watch my sankhya darshan videos there are three videos that i have created and i can provide the link to those videos in the description box below so you can watch them but so what i'm saying is 
a yogi goes beyond the existence, beyond the manifestation. And that is when he is realizing the Atma, Paramatma and Prakriti. Okay. So that, that is what is happening in those classical Samadhis. But these Samadhis are still important. These are not, it's not a joke actually. Don't think, take these Samadhis lightly. Why? They are the starting point for any yogi to move beyond, to go beyond. It's very hard to teach somebody meditation, especially when somebody has not experienced any quiet time in their mind, in their head. Okay. And their power of concentration is also not very good. Okay. A lot of emotional turbulence is there in their existence. Pranic energy is not that high. They are not evolved to that level yet. So then Bhava Samadhi is a kind of Samadhi which is very easy to perceive. Very easy to be in. Okay. And let me give you just a, you know, worldly example of a Bhava Samadhi. If you are in love with, with your child, you feel love with your child or with your life partner or with your uh, brother, sister, parents or towards your guru or towards anybody. See how well you are able to stay in that emotion of love for some time. Right? Emotions are easy to understand. Emotions are easy to perceive or experience in your own existence. All humans, most humans are super emotional beings and somehow in last few decades, emotions have become really, really strong in lot of people, right? Lot of emotional turbulence they go through, lot of emotional things they go through. So it is easy to understand the language of emotion in your own existence. If I ask you to Okay, watch your thought, stay away from your mind, witness your thought or go to the witness consciousness. It's not that easy. If I tell you to quiet your mind, it's not easy. It's not possible for a lot of people. So initially, we ask them or we give them an experience through Bhava Samadhi. So then what happens is that we ask them to retain this emotion of devotion for some time. Slowly, initially, the intensity of it is weak. You're not able to stand on that emotion, keep that emotion alive in you. You're not able to retain that state for more than six, seven minutes. But slowly, the duration of that bhava, duration of that emotion of devotion increases and it goes all the way up to 45 minutes to 50 minutes to an hour and sometimes it becomes throughout your day. It, it is that long that you are able to retain it throughout your day. So then what it does, it's not that these are useless samadhis or you know, they are of no use to a yogi. They are, they are, they teach you how to stand up and stay and sustain one emotion one thing in you and slowly by and by the more the devotion increases in a person the more he becomes a lot of fears are gone so in other words what we are trying to do through bhava samadhi is opening anahata chakra it's a very important thing 
super important thing opening your anahata chakra right balancing your anahata chakra giving the energy of devotion to anahata chakra when you are so much devoted you become fearless when we were so much in love with our parents as a child we were fearless as if all the worries in the world belong to our parents nothing belongs to us we were just careless free wild right so a lot of people live in fear of what will happen if i do this what will happen if i do that so fear is gone and fear is taken care of a strong faith in parmatma god divine or you can say strong faith into some higher power some supreme power is there and through that the ego the aham that you have the mind which keep, keeps on creating identities and does all the drama all the time in you it starts to melt down when aham is broken is melted to a greater extent then there is a possibility of moving forward going through other real stages of real samadhis so these are more like preparatory things everyone who goes through bhava samadhi at times they become so intense that yogis are able to materialize really materialize things objects like uh, ramkrishn paramhans he was able to put bangles the you know the glass bangles into the murti the statue of goddess kali mother kali he was able to do that without breaking the bangles and it's a stone statue and it has a hands like that it's not so easy that there's no way one can one can ever put a bangle on those uh, that statue but he was able to do that it was his intensity of bhava now bhava samadhi at times gives the yogi an ability to actually freeze his entire existence or her existence freeze so that frozen state into that bhava samadhi one could be you know in a particular posture like this or like that or whichever posture one would assume and in that posture the actually the body becomes completely rigid and it's more like a cataleptic stage cataleptic state okay of the physical body body is completely frozen and rigid and they stay in that bhava for hours hours and hours one stays into that bhava and that because the intensity was so much that that state keeps on returning that state keeps on returning it starts happening every day it starts happening with and if it becomes too much we have to stop it because it stops you from progressing forward if you freeze your existence how will you evolve your existence has to melt down it has to dissolve your aham has to dissolve so in order to dissolve we stop people yogis from going into that physical rigidness that physically you know physical harshness physical cataleptic state we stop we have to stop people from going that even for ramkrishna paramhans right uh, 
his guru actually cut, cut his forehead to break all those states in him and break that bhava in him, break the state of bhakti in him. So there comes a time when a bhakta has to die and bhakti has to go away. Or it's not that it goes away, bhakti has to take another level, reach another level. So from emotions, bhakti has to actually transfer towards atma. Instead of bhakti coming out as an emotional wave in the chitta, bhakta, if bhakta is identity of bhakta is not there, then bhakti will not be experienced in chitta. Instead, bhakti is actually the property, actually the characteristic of an atma. So bhakti will transcend to atma and a yogi himself will give up all asmitas, all identities, and will transcend to become truly an Atma, trans transcend to what? To become a soul. And Atma means soul. Okay? Rough translation again in English word. So, this is how it, it progresses. So, Bhava Samadhi is considered as rather a preparatory step towards leading towards deeper states of meditations. So you can meditate. If you ask a lot of people, they are so high on emotions that it becomes very difficult to meditate. So we try, we as gurus and lot of gurus try to give people, you know, give them a vibration, solid vibration of feeling and emotions. And when your emotions in the core, at the core level, means at the level of your chitta are shaken stirred up then you will get rid of all kinds of lower emotions that you have feelings of guilt shame pondering over past feelings and you know thinking too much excessively about who said what and feelings of indignity feelings of you know powerless feeling feeling powerless and you know feeling some other fear feelings of fear anger and so many different lower states of feelings are actually, they actually fell off from your existence. When a strong bhava is stirred in a people. So that stirring of bhava or emotions is called as spandan. The Hindi word for it is pulsation or spandan. Spandan means pulsation or vibration or vibrating something to the core of it. So where is emotions arising from? From the chitta. As a chitta vritti. A chitta vritti arises and that vritti is what is called as that vritti is what manifests as emotion in our uh, existence and that vritti, when emotions are there, uh, thoughts are created accordingly. If you are today in some kind of a grumpy emotion, then all kinds of grumpy things you will think about. If you are in a joyful emo emotion, your mind will start doing some sort of comedy all the time. You will think of happy things, joyful things, or in you will start, you will see things in a very light mood and you will try to be, you know, laugh about a lot of things about which you may be angry if you were in a grumpy mood. So this is what Bhav Samadhi is. So Bhav Samadhi is recommended for all those people in whom bhav or emotion is very strong.
and it is helpful to actually get rid of all kinds of negative emotions. It is helpful to open your Anahata Chakra. It is helpful to, you know, make you a better person. If Even if your goal is not uh, going towards Moksha, if your goal is not towards the ultimate union with Paramatma, even then, Bhava Samadhis are helpful for your physical, mental and emotional health. So if you are interested and if you really would like to go through, we are going to start in March a Bhava program, Bhava Samadhi program and it will be a three days of program and you can write to us if you are interested and just with a very nominal cost and we will do it live and uh, see how many people are able to, you know, attain that state and be in a bhav samadhi and in order to prepare for bhav samadhi you should be doing anulom vilom pranayam at least 30 minutes a day at least for an hour a day try doing that so twice in a day like 30 minutes in the morning 30 minutes in the evening so some preparation should be there right it cannot be experienced just like that so bhav samadhis are a preparation for a yogi to take yogi to next level to experience the real evolutionary samadhis to experience deeper states of meditation where jnana starts happening to a yogi so if you are already into bhava samadhi if you are experiencing bhava samadhis then very good you can analyze yourself and if you would like to experience Bhava Samadhi, you can write to us at beingshivafoundation at yahoo.com. Okay. And I really wish all those people who are really high on emotion can actually go through it. Experience that powerful thing. Okay. Namaste. Jai Shivaya.